Welcome to another episode of Only the Brave Have Fun, and this is your host Jazz Bear. And in today's episode, um, I don't have a guest for you. It's going to be me and you. And uh, now that I've completed 20 episodes, I really wanted to uh, reflect on on my journey and you know why I created the podcast and and why did I call it Only the Brave Have Fun? And um, it's a bit of reflection and also for you to get to know me. Uh, now that I've interviewed a variety of guests from uh, different backgrounds and and you know different stages at, in in their life, and I really wanted to reflect on that and and then share my journey. So really, I mean, why did I start this podcast? My background is for those that don't know me that well, and you know, here listening to this for the first time, it was as a corporate employee. You know, I followed that similar path, a similar journey to what m- most of other people do. You start with you know being an employee. And then I hit a certain sort of glass ceiling. Um, I hated the, you know, the morning journey, going to the same place every day. Um, And, uh, you know, sometimes I disliked my colleagues and sometimes, you know, my boss. And there were limited opportunities. So all of that kind of created a lot of frustration in me. And, And I said, you know what? And I saw these other people that were, you know, coming in as freelance consultants. And I saw them. Uh, making a lot of money and I thought they're living the lifestyle there you know they you know work somewhere for six months and go somewhere else and how interesting is that so I really wanted to do that so finally you know after like most people I was risk averse and didn't want to leave a comfortable job you know money coming in but two years went by and I was still dwelling on this decision of uh, should I go uh, freelancing Uh, am I going to be successful you know all those fears the doubts started to come in I have mortgage to pay. I have bills to pay. How am I going to do all of that? Finally, I, I put the courage together and, you know, the stars aligned. And, you know, I said, you know what, I quit. And, and I found out my first freelancing contract within the, within the space of a week or so. And yes, and then I became a freelancer. I started freelancing. I did that for the next eight, nine years. And the interesting thing happened there was that I, as I now started to earn a lot more money than I did in my permanent job, I was really happy. Now I was traveling to different places. I was, um, you know, working with different clients, meeting different people. But again, you know, as as that went up for the first few years, it was great. Um, you know, I was buying things I needed to buy. And there's once you hit that saturation point of, you know, I've now I've got a house, I've got a car. You know, I'm going out every week. I'm buying nice clothes. I'm buying all the things I want to buy. What's next? What's the meaning of life? Uh, what do I want to do with my life? Uh, I want to do something more interesting, something more meaningful, something which makes me tick, you know, that makes me come alive, you know. I'm sure this this isn't life for the next 20, 30, 40 years for me. So what what am I going to be doing? So I really started to question and I started this journey and, and you know, looking inside myself and, and looking for someone to come and help me and someone to show me the way. But yeah, so I went to, started going to, listening to, you know, personal development videos and on YouTube, started reading books, started going to seminars, workshops, one after the other. It didn't click until I I thought I'm going to start traveling. And, um, you know, it's actually a friend recommended that, you know what, you should start traveling. That uh, That's the only, probably one of the things you're missing in your life. Uh, once you start traveling and, you know, and I said, you know, what, I don't want to do that. I'm going to have to have a lot of money saved up for it, at least 100,000. And I'm not a backpacker. I don't want to do backpacking. But anyways, he convinced me and I said, oh, okay. And then I thought I'm going to go and, and do backpacking around, you know, Australia, New Zealand, Europe, um, and then America, South America. I'm going to do this five-year thing and I'm going to come back and I'm going to then decide what I'm going to do next. But long and behold, I go to Australia 
and, you know, come back in four days. I was homesick. I was scared. I was, I was like put in the middle of a jungle. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. And it was the first time I had gone all by myself. It was scary and it was intense for me living with strangers and I couldn't hack it. And so I came back. And then one thing I realized that, you know, uh, before I left, I wanted to, to uh, I was really interested in neuroscience and psychology and business and developing something, building something of my own before I leave this planet. Uh, but if that was just an idea on the side. That wasn't something, you know, I was going to pursue now. It was, you know, if it happens, it's, it's good. If it doesn't, it doesn't matter. So I looked at, I was looking at this NLP course by Dr. Richard Bandler. And because I planned my trip to Australia, I, I decided that, you know what, I'm going to probably do it in Australia or uh, when I come back, you know, to visit family from Australia, I'm going to do it then. And obviously I came back after four days and that day I was very angry and pissed off at myself and so on. I never want to feel like this again. And in, uh, if you learn NLP, it said you can master your emotions, you can master your mind uh, and you can do all of those things. So really, I um, decided that uh, I'm going to go and book that course. And back then I had transferred some of my money to the Australian bank account. And so much so that I didn't even get out of the hostel that I was staying in to actually transfer the money back to my, or at least get a card so I can transfer the money back to my London account. So coming to London, I didn't have any money in my account. So because I transferred everything, I used my credit card and booked that course. And now two days later, I just had this, you know, saying, oh God, what have I done? I don't have any money. Why did I just use my credit card to book a course that I don't have money to pay for? Um, and you know that when sometimes you buy things and you regret it, you quickly want to change that decision. And that's what happened there. And then I phoned them up and then they said, sorry, you can't, you can't do that. The course is in, it begins in 14 days. And because you purchased within the 14 days, you can't have your money back. So really, I, um, and I got really angry at them. I said, no, you can't do that. I, you know, I'm not in a good position at the moment. And, uh, and, I, and I want my money back. And they said, no, we can't do that. But what we can do for you is if you don't want to do the course now, we'll, we'll push it down the line. And, uh, you know, you can do that in September. And it was meant to be in, in March. I said, fine, then do that. Then in the meanwhile, I said, I'm going to focus and concentrate on looking for another contract and I'm going to, you know, get my life back on track. And then I waited till September. I then was by then I was in, I struggled a little bit. By then I was in the contract and I did still, then I went to the you know, NLP course and I did that and I loved it. I saw Dr. Richard Vandler helping people, fixing their phobias, their fears, their, you know, on stage. And I, and I got the certification for it. Um, and I said, you know what, that's not enough. I want to go more deeper into it. I want to do, you know, learn it and I want to go much, much deeper. And I started doing these other seminars and courses and I went through a professional coach training and I did all of that. And with some of it, I got great results for myself with my health, my fitness, my work, my, my mindset, my other goals. So, so really helped me become more emotionally strong, emotionally stable, gave me a little bit of a direction and path of where, what I, sh what I should be doing next. So one day I sat down um, after I'd done the training, I'd done everything because because uh, I was in that loop. You know, you're in that preparation mode. You know, I'm going to do this training, then I'm going to do that training and then I'm going to do that training. And when I'm ready, you're never really ready. You never really come to the point where you think, actually, you know what, I'm ready now. You're always in that preparation mode because the fear kicks in and it never lets you get out of it. And I was stuck there. And uh, and that's where I was really, um, you know, going after one course after another. So I must have spent at least 30, 40,000 pounds on, you know, courses and seminars and certifications and training and, you know, in trying to be, you know, getting ready for that next step. 
So anyways, one day I, I, you know, get a pen and paper and I sit down and say, what do I want to do? What does my next adventure in my life, my work has to have in it? So, you know, it had to, it has to tick a few boxes. One of them should be, I should be able to travel uh, when I want, where I want. I should be able to work from wherever I want. I should be able to work with people I want to work with, whether that's one-to-one, whether that's in a group, uh, you know, whether that's online. I should be able to create products like, you know, online training and share my knowledge. I love learning. I want to learn from the best people. How do I make that happen? You know, if I want a meeting with Bill Gates, that's not going to happen, you know, immediately. You know, it might, might, I'm not saying it's not going to happen in the sense that it's not going to be as easy or it might take a long time or I might need to go through a lot of channels. How do I get that? How do I make that journey to make it possible? So I, I want to learn from the best and I want to share that knowledge. I want to apply it to, for myself and I want to allow other people to do it. Most other people don't have the time, don't want to sit down and read books or, you know, work on self-improvement. They have a problem and they want to solve it. And I want to be that medium where I can, I can be that medium where I can spend the time and money and learn it, apply it to myself, get results, get results for other people and, and you know, do it that way. And I wrote all of these things down that I wanted to, my other, my next opportunity has to have, my next adventure has to have. And, you know, I should be able to grow it. I should be able to be, be my own boss, be more flexible, have more freedom, have more security. I mean, we all think, you know, a job is more secure, but really um, a book that really opened my eyes and really started my journey was Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad Poor Dad, and where he mentions, you know, if you really think a job is secure, think about it. You're only as secure as your, your notice period, which could be a month, two months. And if you're lucky and in a very senior position, six months, what happens when that runs out? You know, what, what happens when you're, you know, you know, you're, you're made redundant and your, and your money runs out? There's things that are outside of your control and there are things that are in, in, inside of your control. And you can only do things, um, control things that you're, are inside of your control. And I wanted that. If there's something I need to do, you know, if I need more money, I can take action now. I don't need to wait for or go to a boss or a you know, head of a department to ask them for a pay rise. I can do something now. I can work hard. I can, you know, offer other services. I can approach people saying, you know, would you like this done? Would you like, you know, I can do that. Whereas in a job, I can't, you know, I can spend more, create more time so I can spend it more with, you know, with my family, with my friends, you know, do things I like, you know, at the beginning, it's hard. It's not easy. Um, But obviously, you know, if you remember when you were looking for your first job, I'm sure you were turned down in a few interviews and how that felt, you know, that rejection that you had to take something, the first thing that came up, you know, probably so you can get some experience and then probably move into something more within your field, within your industry. It's no different, you know, in a business as well. So yeah, and I, and I wrote all of those things down and I, and I really uh, wanted all of that to be there. So then I started to write down things I can do, professions I can look for. And then coaching was one of the things that came. What is coaching? Coaching is really something you, you know, you learn, you apply it to yourself, you can get results. And then you offer it to other people who are in a similar position that want to be, want to get out of, you know, their, their jobs that are boring, that are unfulfilling, um, you know, and, and make it a smooth, tra- you know, transition process. That's what that, and that's what I do. I make it easier for someone to, you know, you don't have to quit your job to start something on the side. You can do it whilst you stay in your job. And that's wise to do that simply because, you know, you have an income coming in. You don't have to worry about your bills. And when you don't have to worry about your bills, you can be more creative. You can be more flexible in your ideas and in, in your approach. Yes, the only constraint becomes is time because you have evenings and weekends, but you have to make the most of it. You have to be wise. So that's what I did. I followed that journey. And I said, I want to be a coach. 
I want to be a speaker because that will allow me to travel, speak on different stages around the world, you know, share my knowledge, my wisdom. And now how do I finally, and I can, um, I can become an author. Now I, fi- I finished my writing my book. I want, always wanted to write a book, a few to be honest, at least five. That's my goal. I've done the first one, which is coming out at the end of October this year. Um, so I've done the first one and I want to do four more at least. And, you know, I can really, you know, expand and really go in different areas where I want to want to do things. So finally, the goal was left. How do I now connect and approach with people that are, you know, positions of power, position of authority, thought leaders, entrepreneurs, business owners, personal development gurus? How do I connect with them? What's the medium to do it? Uh, there's a number of ways. I thought YouTube channel that might take a long time. And podcast was one of the things. And to be honest, I'm an introvert. So I was very uncomfortable putting my face on the, you know, in front of the camera. And I thought, and I was very uncomfortable with my voice. Am I good enough? But anyways, I thought if people can't see me, so that should be okay. So podcast was the most likely method I was going to go forward with. And at the beginning, I, I contacted a lot of people. You know, it took me three months to build, uh, you know, for people that I wanted to, work, you know, interview and, and, and speak with said yes. So I built a list um, and I had people, these people that I want to speak with, I had them. So I went ahead um, and started booking them in and I did my interviews. And I remember I was on interview number uh, number four or five and I was chasing this person who was recommended to me, Michael Tobin. He was the uh, CEO of, ex-CEO of Telecity Data Centers. And uh, he took the company over when it was around 2.5 million and he sold it 10 years later or 13 years later at 3.6 billion. And um, so really, I wanted to interview him and, and you know, really get the journey of, 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 of his perspective. So going from people that are just startups to people that are doing hundreds of thousands of pounds in revenue to millions to tens of millions and then to a billion. And I wasn't expecting it to be that quick. And uh, yeah, so, so far I've interviewed 20 people, actually 25, 20 episodes are already out. And I really wanted to create this episode and really reflect on my journey and really share, you know, you begin, you know, everything begins. Why did I call this podcast Only the Brave Have Fun? Going throughout my life, one thing I have looking back at and connect the dots, one thing I've seen is and I've observed is that the difference between us and someone who's achieved what we want to achieve is not looks, it's not money, you know, it's not something special about them. It's almost comes down to, you know, being brave enough, you know, for them to take that first step. That's it. You know, you probably, some people go, yeah, right. You know, you know, how can money not help you get there? Money will make things easier. Yes, but it will not. Like, let me give you an example. If I was to, if you're afraid of public speaking, if I was to say, look, I'm going to give you 10,000 pounds or a million pounds, go on the speak, uh, go on the stage and speak. I promise you, you'll be very, very scared and, and, you know, you'll be very nervous and chances are you're like, no, nah, I can't do that. I can't motivate those people. It's, it's because money is not going to help you in that situation. But bravery is, you know, being brave, taking that first step is going to do that. You know, you're feeling the fear and doing it anyway. And that's what life is about. You speak to anyone, any entrepreneur, any business person, any six athlete or anyone, they're just brave enough to do, go after their goals, go after their dreams. And, you know, they, they throw everything at it. And that's how it works. I didn't know it's going to work. I didn't know this podcast is going to work. Um, I, don't know, I don't know where it's going to go. But my goal was to, for me to connect with these people, learn from them, um, you know, connect with them, for them to have a platform of sharing their story, 
you know, sharing their wisdom. And, and for people that, you know, don't have the time or don't have, uh, don't want to put in the effort to really listen to this and reflect on their life. You know, if you're really happy with what you're doing right now, great, no problem. But if you're someone, you know, who's thinking about, you know, there's something missing, there's something not fulfilling or something not right about my life or my journey so far, or what can I be doing next, you know, then then really, you know, this is for you. And, you know, now that I've interviewed 20 people, I want to I wanna bring in more interesting guests from more diverse, some, some people from outside the business world. Everything connects to, you know, uh, business in some way, shape or form. So I want to bring in personal development gurus. You know, at the end of the day, they have a business as well. They're, they're selling a product or a service, you know, whether that's a book, that's a training program, that's an online videos. So really, you want to have a purpose or a passion and you want to turn that into something you can make money out of. And that's where life is at. And you want to do that, you know, especially if you are, um, you know, in a job right now, which, which, which is most of my clients, that gives them that, you know, they're, they're in a very good position because now they know what they don't want to do. Now they have gained enough experience, skills and expertise. And now they are in a position that, you know, you can do this while you're working. So you don't come across as desperate. You don't come across as needy. You know, your bills are being paid. You just got to focus on what you want to do next. You know, is there a demand for it? Is there value? Is there something value you can provide out there? And and yeah, and that's that's the kind of, you know, journey I wanted to share today. Well, I hope this episode has been of great value to you and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening. And remember, only the brave have fun. Thank you for listening to another episode of Only the Brave Have Fun with your host Jazzbear. If you love this episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Also, make sure you to visit www.jazzbearaurora.com to access the show notes. And if you are thinking about uh, starting your business, then take our Escape the 95 survey to see if you're ready. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thank you for listening.